Welcome to today's episode of CLCI Live, brought to you by the award-winning and ICF-accredited school, Certified Life Coach Institute. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Tuesday Live at 4 with CLCI. Uh, we got a bit of a full house here, which we're excited for, because that means everyone here uh, gets to tell <laughs> you guys out there what they're grateful for. And really, I kind of, so that might be like the low hanging fruit, right? Is asking that question potentially uh, what, you know, what you're grateful for, which I feel like we all kind of get a chance to answer on Thanksgiving. We may have a chance today to answer that. But what I want to ask is what the importance of gratitude is for all of you guys. Why do you guys think gratitude is so important? Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's not important. Maybe you don't need anything to be grateful for. You know, you just just run your life off of hatred and keep on going. Why is, why is the opposite of gratitude hatred? Like, why, why is, like, the alternative? Like, it's either... I didn't say that. I didn't say that. The other. I mean, it's incidental that I live my life off of hatred and spite. That doesn't mean I'm not grateful for things. I can be, I can be grateful and also be hateful at the same time. I think you can be. I would agree. So... Do you guys believe in the importance of, of gratitude, being thankful, or do you guys believe that's just, you know, hogwash that just comes up around Thanksgiving? We just kind of say it just to seem like, you know, good people. I'll let anybody take that one. <laughs> so gratitude is important um, for a lot of different reasons. I myself don't practice gratitude as probably... <laughs> As much as people probably should, I am not a good practitioner of it, but I can appreciate its value. Um, you know, makes it easier to work with people, get to know people. Explain why you don't practice gratitude. It's, like, it's just like, you know, like, what is, we haven't even talked about what is gratitude, mm-hmm. let alone if it's valuable or not. But which you I don't think practice is. gratitude. <laughs> But you don't practice gratitude. Yeah, I mean, not as much as I probably should. Um, (laughs) But if you want to be happy and have a good life, then you should be grateful for things. I myself, I need it. That doesn't work. That view doesn't work. That one there. There (laughs) Covering Charlie Brown. Um, Yeah, if you want to be happy. Charlie Brown. And you want to have good relationships with the people around you, then you should probably practice some gratitude. Um. I myself, that's not, I don't care about that stuff. So I don't, <laughs> I don't practice it, but, um, studies have shown, even if, even if you are being somewhat insincere, um, I guess, but if you knowingly practice gratitude to be a grateful person, it still increases your happiness and still leads to a better sort of more positive outlook in life. So fake it till you make it. So you touched on a point there. Um, what is gratitude? Qu'est-ce que c'est? Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be I answered. I my answer, but let's... <laughs> what do you guys think gratitude is? I think uh, it's being able to recognize importance in your life, the things that make your life better, the things that you help others be better, um, participating, like, you know, I put in the chat, a grateful heart. It's kind of the same thing. What is a grateful heart? 
it's that ability to tap into that loving emotion. To me, that's what that's about. I, I want to say, I think gratitude um, for the most part is just a mindfulness of what you do have um, in front of you. Um, and it's not really to say, you know, this is, I, I think a lot of people use gratitude and um, when, that, when that word comes up, there's a space of like comparison that also comes along with it. I don't think that has anything really to do with gratitude. I think gratitude, again, is you being mindful of what you have, being appreciative of the things that are in front of you. And really, honestly, I think the alternative of comparison is to kind of avoid that space and being in, you know, sitting in with what, what you do have and what you can appreciate and um, what has been given to you. What do you mean by comparison? Um, when it comes to gratitude, I feel like there are, there's a lot of times where, and this could be, I could be totally wrong, but I, there have been instances where I see, you know, a lot of people would like to, especially in the realm of social media, where it's so easy to compare every now and, you know, everything that you have, that you, maybe you work oh, for something so long. You got yourself this brand new car you've been working on for a year, and then Sue down the street, or you know maybe Becky will watch. It's Sue, man. Like, it's always Sue down the street. Yeah, Sue, Sue Bowles, if you're watching this, we're not on you, Sue, not you, Sue. No, Sue. <laughs> 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 These are not names. These are turning. So, um, you know, somebody posts their brand new Tesla online or something like that, and that kind of I feel like that diminishes the whole concept of what gratitude is. Um, so. That's what I mean. I want to say that just because somebody posts their Tesla online does not mean that that I can't be grateful. <laughs> um, yeah. I can be grateful for them. Um, <laughs> I, th I think that a big part of great being grateful come, uh, that comes with it is being humble. Is a degree of humility. Like you have to be willing to humble yourself um, in order to be grateful because it's really about um, sort of. Being happy with what not maybe what you have, but just being happy with what other what life has given you, essentially. Mm -hmm. And um, can, can you be grateful towards yourself, though? Yeah. If we're, if we're talking about pride, uh, yeah. it doesn't seem at first like you you can be grateful to yourself because then you're just being like self gratifying and prideful, like oh, good job me, I'm the best. You should be but, though, I think, to some degree. <laughs> yeah, but what if like let's say you're working with a client. And they're working on being grateful for the good things that they've done for themselves in the past that they may have overlooked before. Um, that could be one example of being grateful, um, I guess, I think, towards yourself with that will still practicing humility, I would say. I think, yeah, I think that, well, I think we can be proud of our accomplishments. We can be, uh, proud of the things we've done with for our lives for ourselves um and we can do so while still remaining humble um um to some degree i guess kind of they, they don't go hand in hand but i think that that as long as you're not like taking credit for everything like <laughs> i don't know maybe you should though because we say own your own stuff so yeah i don't know it's a weird slippery slope but i do feel like if i'm going to be grateful for things outside of broken air walters um that with that comes some humility and some being humble and being grateful for the things around me um, and the people in my life and the, the, the things that have helped me outside of just me. Um, and, and maybe that's really what this is about. It's the, it's the gratefulness coupled with appreciation that, that you know, um, I'm grateful for 
what Thanksgiving is, 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 is for others and for the things that we don't, you know, uh, we don't necessarily have. Here's a, here's a, here's a critique of gratitude. Okay. Um, maybe <laughs> play devil's advocate. Does gratitude sometimes denote like debt or owing someone something? It can. I would say so. I mean, that is a huge manipulation. That's a that's a manipulative tactic. In, yeah. In, of, like, of, is, you should be grateful who, that I. Just gonna say like, something. like I've done all these things for you, so you should you need to be grateful. But I'm yeah, yeah. you have to be or, grateful. For me. And that's that gifts, you know, giving gifts with strings attached kind of thing. Um, this is kind of a joke between me and my friends, but I'm just like, oh, you should be grateful I didn't punch you in the face right now. You've <laughs> <laughs> um, used that one before. I could <laughs> have you. punched you in the face, but I chose not to. So you should, so be, you should be You should like me. You yeah, should like me and be grateful for the th And you should owe me for not doing that. <laughs> Um, so maybe gratitude is sometimes used as a tactic by not so nice people in your life to get one over you. And you should recognize the difference between gratitude from owing you something and gratitude that's just freely given and there's no expectation of um, being paid back. It's just a form of goodwill, essentially. I think it's multi-leveled what you're speaking about. I mean, I'm not disagreeing at all. I think if somebody is saying that you owe them gratitude there's a lacking that they're feeling about themselves mm -hmm. and the connection of a relationship for them to feel like they've got to tell you what to do right <clears throat> that telling of you is the disconnect of what we are to each other so it could be an opportunity to really get into what we're grateful for with one another if we want to overcome that or we're just like uh, I thought that that I thought I, when I accepted that three thousand dollars, I thought there were no strings attached. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said to the government when they issued those business loans. If I could ask a, a question as a coach, how do you show gratitude towards your client, or do you well, even show gratitude? Is it something that? It's to be expected, kind of like how Anthony was saying, held over your held. I told you all this stuff. You should be grateful. How does a coach express gratitude towards their client? Well, I just include a tip into the amount that they pay me as gratitude. So, you know, that's how it <laughs> I, I think that I think that we have to be careful, though, in that space. Yeah. We are not supposed to be um, getting our clients to be working for that 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 reward from us they're supposed to be self-rewarding and self-validating so i think that the best space to share that gratitude would be to be like i'm gonna send you a thanksgiving card and say thank you for being my client <laughs> like you know it's just like that it's that good practices of business where like you do something nice for your your clients uh like send them an innocuous gift during the holidays and a thank you card with a picture of all your awkward staff on it um and that's what you do <laughs> like, it, could be a good, it could be a good marketing tool expressing gratitude by reaching out and just saying you know thank you for working with me especially during these times and even using it on social media you don't have to direct it towards one person because snail mail is snail mail but but a big thank you and just expressing gratitude to everyone that you've talked to i that would say said, i would say that being said thank you all for watching yeah. if you're watching right now and if you took a sec to watch this after we close the stream 
thank you guys for watching. Yeah. Thank you for watching. So I think I think gratitude, just as as we've been talking, is a good space to kind of hold. It can be real quick. It could be a one minute of being mindful of the day that you've just had, but it's a good space to hold for yourself to be grateful and writing down one, two, three items that you're grateful for. It could be small. It could be just that you woke up. It could be very simple, or it could be, you know, that I've made it this far through all the That's challenges true. I've gone through. That, like so, so there's a, this brings me to a couple thoughts. I'm, I'm table one, but then we'll come back to it later. Cause that's what I do. I force things mm -hmm. on you guys. Um, so, uh, well, on that note, what are things we take for granted? I take you for granted. No, <laughs> yes, every, yes, everybody does. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I take for, for oh, granted, sorry. I'm really going to answer that. I take for granted that and, and and still have appreciation and humility, humbleness. I take for granted because I know I have amazing people that I work with. I take for granted that Anthony knows his stuff, uh, his ability to interact, provide his sense of humor. I take for granted because I know that's who he is. Brooke, I take for granted because how incredibly smart she is, how adaptable she is, the things that she brings a sense of humor to our presence, the joy and journey. Kyle brings a sense of... Uh, calmness, I think I would say. I take for granted his calmness, his ability to adapt and think on the fly. Jerome, I take in that same vein as his ability to jump in and help and um, be able to uh, think outside the box and connect with everyone in such a humble way. I look to learn more humbleness from him. I take those things um, for granted, because I know that's who you are. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Stop Grateful for the uh, compliments. Uh, things for taking for granted, I guess, is all of you, because you only realize you take something for granted when it's not there. Mm. And when one piece of our group, I guess, is missing, you really start to notice it and think, oh, wow, like I totally took this person for granted. Um, things don't work as smoothly when we're not all there working as a team. Um, so, yeah, it's easy. And like, to guess to be more general, it's easy for people in general to take for granted the people that they know, um, either work wise or interpersonally, that make life so much smoother and you only realize until maybe it's too late sometimes. So there's a tool that we're supposed to be giving out tools in this here uh -huh. uh, stream. Uh -huh. <laughs> so uh, there's a really a tool I was, I was reading and um, uh, was, there was funny moments when I was reading it, but that's just because of uh, <laughs> a strange uh, people who completely disagree with the tool altogether. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but uh, the tool is essentially imagine what your life would be without something. So how can you use this and to be grateful and to going into Thanksgiving? Well, I'm sure all of us have like 
a family member that we are just not looking forward to, or maybe there's a dinner we don't want to, something about it that we're just like, oh, I'm dreading, I'm dreading. So the, the activity to do take this is, is to think about an element in that space that, that maybe you're, you're grateful or excited about, uh, or a person, and then remove that and wonder what it would be like if you never had that, if you don't have that, if that didn't exist, how would your life be different? And um, uh, it, it may serve as a tool to help you then realize the good things that, that maybe this, this otherwise negative human being has brought or, or situation or event you have to do, <laughs> whatever it may be, um, which brings me to another point, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Uh, what do you guys, I mean, do you think that's a tool that would work for you or, um, I think for me? Is, you have to, yeah, you have to start out and think about something good within it. Like, you know, is, even if it's, are you thinking of everything bad, take a moment, try to find the good and then try to apply how, how that good has, has helped you and what it would be like not having it essentially. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's super powerful. Um, I, think that that's something that I try to utilize. I'm not the best at it. Um, but when it comes to working out, you know, being grateful that I have, you know, a, will, a willing and able body, that's something that I feel like a lot of us take for granted. We take um, for granted that the sun comes up every day. <laughs> that would have come up every day, no matter what. <laughs> With this tool, I think if I'm not mistaken, I hope I didn't put up the wrong tool, but I think you're talking about yes, gratitude. Exactly. Okay, okay. So yeah, with that, I mean, on the same note as, as far as working out is concerned, yes, it hurts. It hurts sometimes, but I think you have to remind yourself constantly, constantly every time you kind of get out there. Um, sometimes, you know, you have your good days where you get out there and it feels good. You know, you can just hop on it and destroy it. But there are days where you really don't feel like you can do it because, again, it's, it's sometimes a painful process. Um, but reminding yourself of that one good thing one of the good things about it uh, is, you know, for me, at least it, it makes me feel really good. It helps me feel great. Helps my mind kind of stay sharp. And um, again, that's kind of counterfactually thinking about what initially is coming to me as, you know, potentially a painful, long, you know, hour out of my day experience, but to, you know, counterfact that with some positives is something well, I think is super powerful. Walk, you know? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So gratitude that you can get out there and do that and, and even have the ability to burn and, and have that, that muscle. muscle yeah. That's I didn't really get to answer that in the beginning, but I think gratitude is extremely important for that reason as far as just motivation is concerned. Um, and yes, I, I also mentioned there shouldn't be, it. sometimes it shouldn't include for me, gratitude I don't think should always include the concept of comparison, but when it comes to that, um, you know, seeking some motivation, you kind of just looking around and realizing, being mindful that not everyone has the opportunity to do what you're doing. And uh, for you to understand that and understand that you have the, um, you know, the scenario, the, you have the, the willpower and not even just the will, well, I wouldn't say the willpower, but you have the ability, the tools to do certain things that not everybody has a chance to do and wishes that they could do. Um, for you to kind of put that at you know the forefront of your mind prior to maybe getting in front of a task that you don't want to do but you can do that other people can i think it goes a long way in actually getting that task done i would like to switch uh, themes for a moment and mm -hmm. let's talk about what people 
don't aren't looking forward to this Thanksgiving. Let's talk about the stressors. Let's talk about the things about Thanksgiving that 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 cause some people to dread or that people dread <laughs> in general. Um, what what are some of those things? Family. So that way maybe we can help people. Driving. What? Driving. 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 Okay. <laughs> I said family. Family. Yeah. Families that um, don't know how to cook. I'm just kidding. What aspects, <laughs> what aspects, also a good aspects one. are we talking about? <laughs> um, to be sort of generalized, I think a lot of people stress over either sort of managing a big family event where you've got a lot of people coming over and have to prepare and cook and host and all that stuff, but also maybe seeing family members you would rather not see and be in like tense situations where emotions run high and arguments are happening and politics comes to the dinner table and food's flying all over the place um yeah you know stuff like that me and my family it's more for me i just i've reached the point where i avoid i don't even do holidays (laughs) like um because there's this like divide that happens because my parents are divorced so it's like if i choose one the other one's gonna be pissed if i choose this one that one's gonna be so i just go i'm not choosing anybody (laughs) holidays are out um and, I, would, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I would just, here's a tool that if you kind of want to avoid some of those aunts and uncles, I don't know, maybe just, you know, the, again, politics came up. Um, there's a group of people that probably aren't going to speak politics with you. I know that's a big one. Uh, just in the holidays, during the holidays, hang out with the kids. That's a tool that I like. <laughs> they are way hang out with the kids. Sit at a kid's table and indoctrinate them with your own politics. <laughs> we can adopt coaching tools, right? We can take our coaching tools and we can apply them to these stressful situations, I would imagine. Um, uh, like, if we're in a situation where people are at dinner and, you know, Rather than getting in a space of judgment, right, we can use our flex into our coaching empathy, open mind muscles and start asking questions, you know, instead of uh, instead of disagreeing and starting that argument. I mean, one of the greatest ways to actually convince people of your your winning argument is to be curious about theirs first and to ask more about theirs first and ask them to explain their points first because then they 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 become more allied with you essentially and are more willing and open to hear your side so be willing to to be curious and not just be defensive might help you out in those situations if politics come up ask questions and be curious about about them instead of having an opinion really mm-hmm. right Um, One of the tools that you sent over, I can't remember exactly which one, but it was about like assumptions Uh and sort of investigating the assumptions. um, Assumptions are judgment. Yeah. Uh Yeah. So for example, we, I think one of the things that they said was that we judge ourselves by our intentions. We judge other people by their actions in the course of these sort of conversations with other people perhaps it'd be best to be curious and ask, okay, so like you did, you did or said this, what was your intention um, when you did this? For one, because it assumes that they voluntarily did it um, and there's a reason behind it and you are curious to know why. And you say it without like a snarky accent. Like, yeah, the thing is you gotta keep your emotions under. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so sort of investigating without judgment and having a conversation instead of just going on the attack because you might be the greatest coach in the world with your clients, but as soon as your family's in the room, you might just be on the attack, forgot everything you learned, um, 
So well, the, coach, the coaching tools you learn to help with clients can be used right. for good on your family members without them mm-hmm. even knowing it's coaching. Who knows? You might learn something. I mean, well, yeah, go in with an open mind instead of, you know, you never know, right? Your family members can change too. And if you go in with that uh, open-minded approach, that coaching approach, go in like a coach. Um, <laughs> I, you, you're not going to, you'll be won't have that emotional you'll be open to learning being curious being uh um, and learning about your family and then their your family's gonna be fantastically happy because you're asking all kinds of questions about them and they get to talk about themselves (laughs) someone comes up to you and says you're asking way too many questions (laughs) (laughs) this is a no question asking family here Within that space, what other stressors may come up? What other things do people, what other reasons do people not like Thanksgiving? I they think nothing to be thankful for. Well, there are people out there that don't have families to go have Thanksgiving with. They don't have people to, so it's a big, it's a big moment. That's a big reminder of what they don't have of, of vacancies in their lives. What could somebody who's struggling with that do to to uh, fill that void? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, my my first thought is, of course, to to just to make it your own holiday. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask. Oh, go on. Did you say get oh, drunk, yeah. Kyle? <laughs> no, I was gonna say Jerome was even talking about this earlier, not making the comparison of if you got a new car, don't compare yourself to the person I got the new Tesla next next door just because you see someone posting pictures of this lavish turkey Thanksgiving and you can't afford that or you don't have the family to go and celebrate that be thankful that you can maybe even start your own tradition with who you have and who you're with it could be a a new you could be learning and growing yourself by just practicing that gratefulness space I was just thinking uh, take it one step further even take a moment and a beat and think about who you maybe have left out of your life or who you have maybe looked past or said no to, or, or that, that maybe could be in the same situation and reach out to them and, and you guys can be grateful for each other. Maybe there's somebody else that you, you know, could be out there in a similar situation that for whatever reason you had blown off or, or, or not any, paid any attention to. And maybe this is an opportunity to, to reach out to that. And that's what, there's also lots of people that go to char- do charity on, on holidays and things like that, where they're, they go to, you know, soup kitchens and things like that. And it's a great way for them to fill their cup without um, having to have the giant family dinner, etc. Yeah. So yeah. I was going to ask as well, if you know somebody who is suffering from a case of ingratitude and maybe they've got rightly so they're just down in the dumps everything's gone wrong this past year and it doesn't seem like they have anything to be grateful for and they're you know bringing the mood down it doesn't help to just say hey you should be grateful like (laughs) (laughs) to be grateful like is not a good move um how do you help someone out like that cheer up man why don't you smile (laughs) it's not our our job it's not our job to make someone anything and if they're not feeling it all i can do is be i you know love them in the moment be with them and let them be who they are 
that can be like such a downer though you know like you know that person that's like always in victim mode always complaining everything everything is negative how do you manage that because after a while i just want to slap them like Eeyore is lovable nonetheless. Um, what was that? <laughs> I said Eeyore is lovable nonetheless. You just hug Eeyore and just say, shh, quiet, stop speaking. Stop no, talking. Eeyore's like, please give me my personal space. <laughs> is there a way to bring gratitude to the ungrateful? <laughs> Probably, but I mean. <laughs> Not as a coach. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're not fixing yeah, anyone as a coach. Yeah. But if we're talking about in a generalized space, um, just could we speaking always about the... Them, could we all... I mean, they're, they're one of those always people. Couldn't we all... Is that yeah, always... Yeah, that's what, is it always like this? Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But if they are always like that, um, at least, you know, a good, let's say, for example, 9% of the time, enough for us to say always, just again, in a generalized space... Uh, I think you've got to just, if you actually, if you love this person, I would say, allow them to express themselves. There's a lot of times where maybe they're not being ungrateful. Maybe they just want to, maybe they love you so much to the point you're the only one getting this because they love you. They trust you. They confide in you and they want to, you know, express themselves to you. They don't feel comfortable doing that anywhere else. Um, I don't know that it's really like Lisa said, our job to fix them. Um, I don't know that it's always possible to do that. But again, if it's someone that you appreciate and you know that they appreciate you, I think maybe just be mindful of maybe they're not just being ungrateful. Maybe you're there because they need you and they're grateful of you in that moment to be there. So I don't know if that's kind of a weird conundrum to kind of scrap through, but I think that could be potentially something that, um, you know, you might be dealing with for someone who is quote unquote, always ungrateful. What if, you know, I'm, I, it's not that I feel like everybody's ungrateful on Thanksgiving. Like, like, you know, every, oh, I, so... cooked, I slaved away in the kitchen all day. I cooked this damn turkey for 15 hours and now one person has thanked me. So you're, a, you're the people pleaser and you feel like you're owed gratitude in this sort of scenario, hypothetically speaking. How do you, I mean, what do I do to get out of that headspace? Um... Do I say, Thank me, please. <laughs> I would then ask yourself, why am I doing this? Am I doing this so that I am owed gratitude? So that people owe me a sense of like thankfulness or gratitude? Or am I doing this out of the kindness of my heart and goodwill to other people? Does if it have it's to be or, either or? Um, no. No, I'm sure there's a spectrum involved, but to keep things simple like why do you feel the need to do these things in the first place I, is it out of a sense of duty i would think i would ask what what can you do not to not to put yourself in this situation like who can you ask for help from or how can you how can you distribute you know the workload um, essentially like, are we are we asking these questions in a coaching space or is this I guess, like i mean i'm just saying like if that's i mean if i'm if i'm doing this and it's me and i'm in the one cooking and slaving away i'm on a, and i'm feeling like people are ungrateful my i would pause and say these are the questions i have to ask myself so how is this my fault um and how can i make it better in the future and that's what i would do and that's because 
really uh, clearly is it that my family just sucks and i need a new one possibly <laughs> <laughs> so then, then i start to workshop those okay, this is what i have to do to get a new family except all families seem to fall into those profit. categories <laughs> <laughs> is it a communication then barrier where yeah. you're not communicating with your family how much you've taken on Maybe. and that um, there is no gratitude because I'm the only one cooking and maybe next year you can hand out other cooking items. You do the turkey, you do the salad, you do the green beans, mm -hmm. et cetera, whatever you have to your, your and dinner table. And that way people feel grateful. Okay. I did this and I know how long it was cooking or you can, you know, redistribute the tasks, but it's the communication that's not being addressed because nobody knows how that person's feeling and nobody has discussed it. I think it's a common, um, a common thing is is in this is people sort of over promising themselves during the holidays it's a common theme like we i know people especially if you're in a couple and you're uh you're both have large families that live near enough that you can visit them but not far enough that that, that it's possible to visit them that so i've, I've watched my my brother right <laughs> just go from like family member to event to event the whole day spent driving eating driving eating driving eating driving eating and that's exhausting <laughs> um and so i mean myself i would encourage people to be willing to say no but uh we won't make it for dinner but how about we do something special two days later <laughs> um uh and set up because thanksgiving doesn't have to always happen on thanksgiving you can i mean make a special time anytime with other people yeah it's a yeah. gratitude it's one awesome day of the year <laughs> <laughs> we so we talked about what is gratitude why don't we talk about what is thanksgiving huh how about that uh, well, now we're going to get into a deep, not even like a historical debate. That could be yeah, it's more of like a political, historical debate. <laughs> but basically, you can practice a form of Thanksgiving or the aspects of what we're talking about. It doesn't have to be for just Thanksgiving. It could be for literally any holiday, family gathering, whatever. You can um, only watch Charlie Brown's The Great Pumpkin on, uh, on and around. I mean, the, I mean seriously, the Peanuts... Films can only happen in the right time period with their respective holidays. You can't go. Watch if I walk in, if it's May and I walk in and you're watching The Great Pumpkin, there's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> so now I want to dance like a Charlie Brown character. Like, <laughs> uh, so much of my life. <laughs> about, um, so what about Thanksgiving time for your business as a coach? Yeah. What if things you handle the holidays? Going? People yeah. want to take time off. Clients may not want to work on their workout goals and they just might want to get fat i like that uh, ian, <laughs> ian hello ian hi i, I know ian <laughs> giving equals bang bang give me your land <laughs> that's exactly how thanksgiving happened i'm i'm, I'm i've got like I'm, i've got so many jokes that i'm just not gonna not gonna say right now but i appreciate that somewhere else so yeah. but clients may have more trouble reaching goals. They might have more trouble. Things, I mean, holidays get in the way of plans. They just do, right? Um, not only that, but we we might want to take time off. And we might we might meet with our clients every week on the dot, every Thursday, 4 o'clock. What do we do with our appointments? What do we do with our clients? What do we do with time off, with goal setting? Does it all take a break? What happens? Uh, 
I, I think there's got to be a space of transparency there where, you know, both of you guys have had to come to an understanding as far as what's going to happen around this time. Because of that, you mentioned, yeah, there are you know people who would like to take a break around this time. Um, things do slow down. I think as a coach, you, again, have to have that conversation with your client and kind of ask them how things are looking for maybe the next month or two. Um, and then also on the same note, letting them know how things may look for you. I think this kind of, again, just comes down to potentially setting up some sort of um, maybe it doesn't have to be as deep as this, but, you know, scheduling things on a calendar, kind of blocking out what's available for you and what's available for them. And uh, again, being transparent about that. And then I think also what's really important is right before going on that break, making sure that maybe there's some goals that, you know, they want to focus on tapping into those. And because that may be, you know, an extended amount of time, make sure that, you know, if they want to work over that period of time, they're still, you know, having that as you know something that they can put down and write down as goals that they have when you guys do return, you can speak about those. And that might be a, an exciting space, um, you know, because again, like you mentioned, if you guys typically meet a week every week, you know, of, of the month, um, and then you guys go and don't see each other for maybe a month, that may be a very interesting space to kind of delve into as far as, you know, how did you do without me? How are you doing with me, you know, in comparison? So what are um so my marketing brain alarms go off um uh with what we can provide our clients with you know or maybe potential clients even what what are some things you can think of as a coach that maybe i could put out in my marketing as as like freebie kind of stuff during this time of year that could help them uh one example is you know how to manage holiday stressors kind of the things we're talking about now <laughs> um uh, uh, and that maybe could be beneficial to uh, coaches looking for clients. Hmm. Oh, it's like brains. It, it, so, like holidays in general, but we can target Thanksgiving. You know, we discussed some of the pain points of Thanksgiving in the first place, mostly about like family issues and like maybe the people pleaser aspects. So. During the holidays, if you want to target your audience with their pain points, you could say something like, uh, I don't know, I'm tired of not feeling like you're you're taken for granted. Feel like you're taken for granted by everyone around you. Uh, coach with me for... The, the people pleasers. Uh, give them that people pleaser. Give, you can say no during the holidays. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I saw Kyle's hand go up. Hi, Kyle. <laughs> I, I love that. But at the same time, gratitude to me, that word is a positive word. I, it reflects initially. So using gratitude, even as a positive and even as a coach, you know, how can I set goals that I'm going to help this Thanksgiving and meet them. If I have to cook this turkey for everybody, or if I have to clean the whole house, or if I have to get ready for a bunch of family or drive, setting goals for a coach for the client and being thankful that you set all of them and you met all of them maybe at the next week after Thanksgiving. So it can be used more as a positive drive at the same time. So then how do we put that positive drive in for the marketing aspect of like the holidays? Well, I love that. Like just what he said, you can put out a list of, of ways to, to ensure, you know, Thanksgiving success. Oh, so like actual freebies then. Yeah, actual like, freebies. Okay, that's freebies. Boom, boom, boom. I love it. You could also just mm -hmm. give everybody a giant turkey. That's also true, yeah. <laughs> well, if you sign up with me, you get a big turkey. So need, I... need help being more grateful this year? Let's talk about some goals that you can do. Is it volunteering? Is it cooking some... They, some turkeys 
if that's what it, it does to make you feel better or is it cleaning your whole house and inviting the family over or is it making that extra effort what is the goal that you're going to set thanksgiving that you're going to be grateful for yourself the next week after the holidays are over being like yes i set those goals i made those goals and here i am next week grateful for them ian barnett asks how do you set boundaries who folk, for folks who are having to cook and clean everything on their own well um, so maybe if you're you have you know somebody who is creating problems for themselves and <laughs> and it's stressing them out and you don't want them to be stressed. I guess you would ask, you would coach somebody in a way to be a coach themselves, mm-hmm. you know, ask them coaching questions to try to get them to the point where they're not telling this person what to do or, Hey, stop putting so much on your plate but get them to be curious and investigate and be coaches for that person. Uh, Lisa, Lisa says, what is their motivation? <laughs> um, and to ask them, yeah, what is motivating them? I maybe also ask them, uh, could, I mean, would it be appropriate to ask uh, if they want help? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's a, I mean, a great space to even consider because it might just be, I need some attention and I want, and it goes back to that gratitude, but I'm not willing to give up any of that, right? I still want to clean the house. I still want to have the dinner prepared. Maybe I can delegate some things, but at the end of the day, it might just be looking for something, trying to invite somebody through my complaining <laughs> to say, add a girl. <laughs> well, I know there was one year I, I almost murdered somebody for snapping green beans for me because uh, that was what I did that. That was my job. <laughs> um, and there was a sentimental reason that I did it, but I was, I was very upset. <laughs> um, but that's, I could be a consultant in the kitchen. So maybe, can. maybe to avoid the, uh, instance of I'm the only person cooking or I'm the only person cleaning the day of is talking about it the days before and the goals and saying again setting those tasks before of hey if nobody's going to clean this year then it's all paper plates I want to know what, nice. what you guys are are you guys the the sit on the couchers while somebody else cooks are you the uh the, the like in the kitchen cooking are you the, I'm just going to come in, eat myself silly and fall asleep type? Like what, what, where are you guys in the Thanksgiving realm? What kind of human being are you? <laughs> I'm the uh, sit on the couch and eat and have a beer kind of guy, except <laughs> I will help with the cleaning up though. I will help with cleaning up, but if people have their things like you, Brooke, about snapping whatever beat green beans, <laughs> I don't want to get involved in the process. I don't want to interrupt. I know it's better to just leave. Away. <laughs> but at the end, if it's time to clean up, then I'll be like, okay, just relax. You did all the work for this. Let me help out a little bit. But during the, I'm also half drunk at this point. Cause I, <laughs> you know. naturally, naturally. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a good cleaning job, but I do it cause I'm grateful. Lisa, I bet you're a cook. You were cooking. Yeah, 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 yeah. The cool thing in the house now that you know, there's we have two families essentially living here: my daughter's family and us. You know, it, I, and I'm going to talk about every day. I've got the we've got the perfect world. 
the perfect world is whoever cooks doesn't do the cleaning for the most part. Um, everybody that didn't participate, they do the cleaning. So that is a win-win. When, when Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, that's a must. Yeah. That's, that's, you have to do it that way. Yeah. The, the Thanksgiving every year, and I've been doing this for a little, just a few years. <laughs> every year, it's like, how can I find more time? Because I love having home cooked. I don't want to go to a restaurant. Like some people will go to, I want to save time. I, wanted to do the, I, I don't want to go to a restaurant. I want to still have our freshly made, wonderfully prepared food. And yet each year I try to figure out and streamline not to continue working all day long on Thanksgiving and not to be able to spend time with my family. And I love being with my family. So that's part of where, you know, you guys are talking about coaching myself through the years is how can I do less and still have what I want, right? And that's where finding out from your client what that means to them. For me, it meant delegating dishes to different people, you know, even if it was just, and now I like, like you guys are mentioning, or Ian was mentioning in the chat, like there's just some things I don't want anybody else to do. <laughs> like I, I will make pumpkin pie. I may add another pie or not. Pumpkin pie is the thing I do. Uh, and I do it the night before. I mean, I have my uh, routines and that's, for me, that's what works. But adding vegetables and stuffing, you know, that good stuff, everybody can do that. So we do turkey, right? But I have children that don't like turkey. So we also, right? So we've got <laughs> things to consider. So many bells and whistles and, and things that you have to come into play and just for a dinner. I just, you know. <laughs> but it all, it all comes together. And I, I don't want to say I've perfected it. By no means have I perfected it. But... I've come down to where now I can finally sit, spend time with the family and be grateful with them as opposed to all the other tasks. Yeah. Can I ask, why do we do this to ourselves? Like, why? I mean, I guess it's tradition. It's in the, it's in yeah. the, 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 the tradition. We, will, we don't cook the turkey, a whole turkey the rest of the year. It just doesn't, it only happens once a year that a whole turkey goes in the oven. Mm -hmm. um, so, or twice a year. We got to have that. We gotta, yeah. like, it's traditions. Traditions make us feel what? I'm going to start cooking a turkey once a week. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's really good is turkey soup. Have you ever had turkey soup? The homemade turkey soup? It's the, it's the bomb. My, 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 my stepdad does this thing where he like skins the entire, he like debut, he takes all the meat off of the turkey and then he like rolls it up and it's, oh, the stuffing's in it. It's like gosh. the most amazing turkey. It's like my jaw dropping. Like wow. I know why we only do turkey like once of like in a year because it's like a seasonal kind of crop where it turkeys only are only good. good. They only come yeah. in the they only come during the fall season, so it's like pumpkins and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the reason. I, I wish we would switch turkey out with ham as the main course <laughs> because I'm a ham guy, or even like something. We did pork. How about Jerome, pork? Where are you? Are you cooking in the kitchen, Jerome, or are you? Oh no! So my family is ginormous. I feel like I haven't yet. So I told you guys, hang out with the kids. I hang out with the kids still <laughs> because there are no open positions that are yet for me to graduate up towards yet. <laughs> There's too many people to try and help clean. There's too many. People. 
I'll eat, obviously. I want Jerome's job. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Kyle, where are you? <laughs> Oh, oh you're muted. Try again. I'm not muted. There you go. Oh, there you are. Okay, now yeah. we can hear you. Interesting. Um, it depends because I've been uh, bouncing on different families on where I'm at. So if I'm with my parents, it's more of the cleaning role because everything's mostly cooked. I have to bring a side dish, but everything's already cooked. So my role is to clean and enjoy, just be present. But in uh, my partner and being with her family, my role is to definitely be cooking because one day I will be cooking for the family. So I need to learn how to do the turkey. I need to learn how to do the stuffing and everything. So future generations can also learn. So I'm in there. And then I'm not cleaning. <laughs> I prefer to cook, not I'll clean. Them, I'll take, I like to cook before, over cleaning. Like I would prefer to cook. Oh, uh, yeah. There's one other role that I do as well. Um, this is why I specifically take my own car places sometimes so that I can get in, eat, say my hellos to everybody, and then get out. <laughs> as quick as I'm possible. Not, I'm not there for the beginning, and I'm not there for the end. I <laughs> say my hellos, and then I, I quietly leave. Cooking, cooking is definitely more stressful than the uh, cleaning aspect. There's no rush to cleaning. You're probably already had a few drinks, and you have a full belly. <laughs> getting everything ready in the preparation the expectations and the presentation that can heights are heightened you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. absolutely going, i gotta go for the cooking cleaning you're not getting you know somebody's leftovers spilt all over your lab or anything. <laughs> that's the thing and cleaning and as, a cook, as a cook you get to eat before everybody else which is awesome I'm just not going to do either. I'm going with Anthony's method. <laughs> um, Lazy and ungrateful. Um, what are you, Brooke? Where, where's your role in, in Thanksgiving? I'm, I'm absolutely the cooker. I mean, if I can be. Uh, for the most part, for many years, that was my, I, I was the uh, kitchen Nazi. <laughs> Very few people oh. allowed in. Um, only certain roles were delegated to certain people. Um, I thought you were uh, going to say something else. <laughs> but I now um, pretty much don't do many much holidaying. So I, I will, if, if I do something, it'll probably be driving down to families, eating, and then and then honestly doing the Anthony thing and, then, and running away quickly, quickly before things deteriorate. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> So no Black Friday shopping for anyone. Oh no, I'm no. anti Black Friday. Black Friday. Don't even bring up Black Friday. <laughs> Ooh, Black Friday shopping. One, I live in the 21st century. I order all my stuff Cyber online. Cyber Monday, right? Yeah. Cyber Monday. Thank Cyber you. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Not even Cyber Monday. Well, everybody's going to be home this Friday because they're scared of COVID. So we're going to get some good deals no for those that are boosted. Then you got a bunch of just say no. Just say no to deals and saving money. And oh bigger TVs. <laughs> your family. Oh, People oh, are trampling it. one another. It's like a, it's just it's it's a capitalist nightmare. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? How I about did this? it. I did it one time. Oh, I'm sorry, Anthony. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna rant about something. Probably... <laughs> I, I did it one time where I got up at five in the morning, four in the morning to go it. get my younger daughter Angelique a kitty that purred that you petted. She played with it for two like hours. A real cat? No, a big <laughs> one. Before we had a cat. 
mm. a fake one and and she played with it for two hours and then never played with it again i'm like i am never doing this again and from that point on i never did it again oh, go you gotta shop for yourself leave family early on thanksgiving and get in line <laughs> They Thursday. start at Thanksgiving Day. Like they start Black Friday yeah. on. It's not even on Friday anymore. I already it's got hard. emails. Black Friday started three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. I was gonna take the extreme stance where we stop buying presents for people forever. And we all just be like, okay, I would have gotten you a gift. You would have gotten me a gift. Let's take that money, either put it in a savings account or just buy myself something in the future, knowing. I, see, I thought you were going to say, like, I would have gotten you. And then, like, you fill in the blank and tell them what you would have gotten. <laughs> but you I, didn't I would have gotten you blank and they get to fill it in. And then they buy themselves that thing. <laughs> well, um, I, have, I, I have a lot of things that I'm always trying to get rid of the stuff in my house. Um, and so, like, the, I, I, I would prefer to, like have anything you were going to get me have it go towards like my making my dream happen right or something along those lines if um having like a fund or something where it's like let's make my my dream happen or let's let's donate to this that or the other in many ways sometimes i think that that could be beneficial than getting a bunch of chachis on christmas or something along those lines especially because i've got too many things already <laughs> many times but no, Lisa got me Lisa already got me my great this like Christmas present. So I and I got it and I've used it and I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> what if um because it seems like Christmas and the whole gift giving thing is just a tyranny of the love language of people giving gifts. A tyranny. <laughs> somehow, somehow all the love language people who that's their love language is gift giving. They they monopolize Christmas. We need more acts of service, more well, Thanksgiving touch is the one for, for people whose love language is uh is is words of Act. affirmation. Uh, so. yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> what, are the, what are the other love languages? Uh, acts of service. Okay. And then there's Valentine's Day. <laughs> that's, that's the touch one, yeah. Don't talk about Valentine's Day. <laughs> Time. I only uh, celebrate uh, St. Patrick's Day, which is also New Year's. <laughs> Um, that's it. That's all the love. All right. So do. before we go, because we're about done, I would like to hear everybody's turkey impression. Come on, 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 come I'll try. Wait, I want to hear Brooke go first. Yeah. Oh, I'm I can't do it. I can't. Yeah, oh, that's why I'm not going to tell Brooke. Okay. Like Come on, Kyle. It's all, yeah, you know, all the, the turkey, on you. turkey Olympics. Go, 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 go. go. go, 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 go. I think you got to do like a SpongeBob. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. Kyle, your turkey sounds like it's been at the gym. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's funny. Gobble. It's been whiskey. That's what it's been. <laughs> I'm, here to, I'm here to gobble. <laughs> 
I didn't. Did I hear Jerome's? Did you do one? Yeah. Well, that was my impersonation you? of what it sounds like. I don't know. I think jerks. Anthony's was pretty yeah. good. I'm not sure about Brooks. I think they're in I competition. Said, go, 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 go. <laughs> and oh. then I tried to get it. Like, go, go, go. I can't do it. I can't. I can't make it's other the, animals. It's Anthony. Anthony's one. the winner. <laughs> I agree. I'm glad now, turkeys only come around once. Once a are jerks. Once a season. They are jerks and they smell. So don't feel bad about eating <laughs> and one. They don't taste good. I don't know why. You <laughs> <eat them. laughs> no, I maybe they can be prepared to taste good, but they traditionally they don't taste good. I like they're turkey. Delicious. My children don't. So we're doing. We usually do pulled pork. I, why don't I hear gobbles? Where are the gobbles? Oh, <laughs> everybody, we're gonna drop. Now everybody, get a piece of paper and put your hand on it, and we're gonna bake our draw turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've officially derailed from. Yeah, totally derailed. <laughs> I am grateful for all of this conversation. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. Everybody, um, we're going to be back one more time before Thanksgiving and it will be less, uh, a little more organized. We're actually going to give you guys uh, amazing questions and, and actual, actual things that you can say and do uh, to to make your Thanksgiving wonderful. And I think we should be asking, we should, we should use them ourselves. So it, next week will be a, yeah. a day of questions. Uh, so everybody come prepared with questions and, and we, they can be any kind of question. We can talk about off the wall topics you can bring up that are questions at Thanksgiving dinner. So that's we were really lizard people, you know, that kind of, <laughs> that kind of thing, uh, whatever you want. <laughs> so we want you guys out there in what we can't call it television land anymore. What do we call it out there? The internet internet land. Internet land, right? mm -hmm. um, Metro, come, meta come, world. You, meta. <laughs> you, you come with questions too. come and share your questions that could potentially make a family meal much more um, fun, exciting. Yes. yes, and you can have fun Thanksgiving questions. Yeah. yeah. Fun Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Nick, say bye. Say bye, Nick. <laughs> Goodbye, Nick. All right. Thank you guys bye, for watching. <laughs> Check out Certified Search Institute. And if you have any questions or have any suggestions of anything, please leave them in the chat. And also check out CertifiedLifeCoachInstitute.com. We, we certify life coaches in three days. And we gobble like turkeys. Apparently. <laughs> And Anthony's the winner of our garble. Uh, you definitely won the garble. You were close second in the goblin competition. You were, you were close second, of course. All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Once again, this is brought to you by Certified Life Coach Institute. We're an ICF accredited school who certifies our life coaches in three day online intensive courses. In addition to other podcast episodes, feel free to check us out every Tuesday at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube or Facebook for our CLCI Lives, where we get together and discuss various topics that are centered around sharpening your skills so you can become a better certified life coach. For more information, feel free to visit us at CertifiedLifeCoachInstitute.com. Until next time, be well.